This is the Come A Girl Daily Podcast, written by Stephanie Bond. August 27th, Saturday. The door opened, and from the banging and clanging, I assumed a new piece of equipment was being wheeled in. Maybe it's time for more tests. Dr. Jarvis has been stopping in regularly to check me for motor reactions, but so far, I haven't been able to respond. And at some point, I know Dr. Tyson will be checking my brain waves to make sure they're still flapping. Hello, roomies. It took me a few seconds to realize the slow female voice belongs to Audrey Parks. My heart took flight. For all the grousing I've done about Audrey getting what I want, I'm so happy for her. They tell me I was in this room for two years, she slurred, obviously still working on her speech. But I don't remember very much. The wheels squeaked on the floor. I never knew there was a window. Nice view, too. I can't believe how things have changed in two years. You can watch anything on TV anytime you want. I've been watching the news nonstop. Crazy election. And all the things going on in the world are a little scary. Her voice trailed off, as if she's worried about re-entry. That makes sense, I guess. You miss good things when you're in a coma. But on the flip side, you don't have to experience the bad things. She's been sheltered from the world for over two years. My mom doesn't recognize me. She heaved a sigh. I finally wake up. And now I'm losing my mother to dementia. It's not fair. She wheeled closer to our beds. I had a sense of other patients in the room, but I didn't know your names. I heard the scrape of clipboards being removed from the footboards. Karen Sue, Jill Wheatley and Marigold Kemp. She gave a little laugh. So you're coma girl. Everyone is talking about you. And I see you're the source of that awful classical music. Technically, I'm a reluctant third party distributor. It's annoying, but it was one of the few things that cut through the fog, gave me something to concentrate on, like a beacon. Dr. Jarvis will be happy to know his scheme worked, although it doesn't make the music less maddening. Except now that I'm awake, she said softly, I don't even recognize myself. My body is different. My personality is different. This isn't me. Silence fell in the room. Then suddenly I realized Audrey was sobbing. The door opened. Audrey? Gina asked. How 
good to see you. I was your nurse when you were in the ward. Are you okay? Audrey is clearly not okay. My therapist thought it would be good for me to come back here, Audrey said between gulps of air. But I wish I'd never come, because I don't want to see what I used to be. She was wailing now. Get me out of here, please. After a noisy exit, I lay there thinking I'd been jealous of Audrey for no good reason. Her brain injury and two years of isolation had left her melancholy and emotionally fragile and a shell of her former self. I hadn't considered that if I ever wake up, I might not be the same person I was before. Hi there. This is Stephanie Bond, author of the Coma Girl Daily Podcast. The drama keeps building, doesn't it? If you're enjoying the story, I hope you'll consider leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts to help more people find Coma Girl. Thank you so much. And come back tomorrow for another can't-miss episode of Coma Girl.